Hey guys, welcome back to Inner Monologue with me, Olivia Neal. Today, I'm going to be giving you the rundown on the GQ Man of the Year Awards. I'm telling you about how I thought I found my future husband, but then it turned out he had a wife. I'm also going to be discussing celebrity couples and why we as a society are so obsessed with them. I had something really exciting that I wanted to update you guys on. Okay, it's not that exciting, but like I just like thought it was the coolest thing I've ever done in my whole life. And I was like, I cannot wait to sit down and discuss this with you guys on the podcast because gosh, it was a night to remember. So this week, since I last spoke to you, I went to an event. I went to GQ Man of the Year Awards in London. Apparently they've got two. They've got one in LA and they've got one in London. And I went to the one in London, obviously. I went with Boss, which is like a brand that I work with. And they were like sponsoring the event or something. The whole thing was just like so surreal you guys know i fucking love like not celebrities i don't love celebrities like i've never like really been like <gasps> like i've actually never visibly fangirled over someone but i just like i'm so intrigued by the whole world of it like the gossip the culture like i don't know i just find it all so interesting like i'm just also chronically online like i read too much about these celebrities like I, like it's all i do is ingest my like like social media and like stuff about celebrities I, I wish I didn't like my screen time is the most embarrassing thing ever like I don't know I just love it so like whenever I'm invited to these things I'm like why the fuck am I here like I just it it's such a imposter syndrome moment I feel like the most surreal thing I've ever been to before that was probably like Cannes Film Festival like that whole time I couldn't get over the fact that I was there I was like I don't belong here not even that like obviously like sometimes I can give myself a pat on the back and be like oh Olivia like you know you got yourself here I can never wrap my head around these things like when I was at Cannes I was like why the fuck like why am I here and it wasn't even like Cannes Film Festival like that I blacked out if I ever do like a red carpet or anything like I'm blacking out my ears go completely like they stop working like I literally cannot hear anything I, like, they like pop like five minutes before like if I've got anything big on um and then I completely lose my hearing I don't remember what happened on the carpet I refuse to believe that anyone does those things and it's like oh so walk in the park like even Beyonce I feel like Beyonce does not go on that red carpet and be like mm, this, well, like whatever like I'm, I'm convinced that even like Kim Kardashian and stuff get nervous because that is like not a natural thing at all like to like just walk like in front of so many people watching and so many people taking photos maybe, maybe that is a normal thing I'm just not used to it. anyway this GQ man of the year awards I just could not believe my eyes the entire time not because anything crazy was happening I was literally just like, why am I in the room with these people so let me talk you through the night I get there we get to the red carpet the person in front of me is um Jamie Tart from Ted Lasso now if you know me you know I fucking love Ted Lasso it is my favorite show in the world I think he's like one of my favorite characters as well one thing I hate about Jamie Tart <laughs> No, I don't hear that. I don't, I don't hear anything about him, to be honest. But he in the show has like a really strong Mancunian accent, and then in real life he's like a posh London boy. I'm like, oh, I hate that. I hate when like someone has like an accent and like they don't suit it. It's like when Gillian Anderson speaks in an American accent. I'm like, oh, let's not do that. Come on, babe, you're British to me, so don't ruin that. Anyway, he like was in front of me like waiting to go on the red carpet. And I was like hearing him like talk to people, and he was like, God, it's cold outside, like whatever like and I was like oh, like god he like speaks about the weather like he's a real human being and then he like went on the red carpet and then I was on the red carpet like because they like put several people on the red carpet at the same time you're I was literally two meters away from him and like I have videos like my agent was with me and she took um videos of me on the red carpet and it literally it is okay it doesn't look like I'm like posing beside him I, mean, I posted it on Instagram and I posted it I said this everyone I know I was like guys look at me on the carpet with Jamie Tart and everyone was like oh wow did you speak to him and I was like no obviously fucking not 
I didn't even look at him. I didn't make it known that I know who he was because for some reason, like, I mean, any normal person, I mean, I don't know. That, like, fills me with dread, the idea of, like, going up to someone and being like, by the way, like, I'm a huge fan. Like, I cannot do that. I need to play it cool. Anyway, that was crazy. Like, that was, like, the my first my first experience of the night was on the red carpet with him. I could not get over it. I think, like, this is probably, like, my first, like, proper awards I've been to. And I didn't know what to expect because it was at, like, the Royal opera house or like the some, something like that like a really big venue which i have been to before for something else but it's like you know like stadium seating almost it's like a theater so i was like god is it just gonna be like um like where pe you know like the brit awards i've been to that but it's like people like are having dinner um on on the main floor and then it's like stadium seating and everyone else is just sat around like i was just sat like up, up in the stadium i was in a box actually but like you can also buy tickets to attend the brit awards like what it is open to the public i'm pretty sure so i didn't know if it was just gonna be like that and i was just gonna be like up and up in the like the stadium bit and like all the real celebrities are like on the on the floor eating dinner and that's where the awards is done but i walk into the room and there's no stage it's just like a couple of tables like set up for like dinner i was like what's going on am i about to sit at a dinner table with all these people guys i couldn't believe it some of the people i saw was so crazy it was like um who did i see i saw jeremy allen white which is like if you watch shameless i love shameless he's lip from shameless um who else was there? Phoebe Wallerbridge, who I am obsessed with. She does the show Fleabag on BBC iPlayer, which I've spoken about before because I love it. And it's like incredible. I, I just think she is so talented and like she um created the show, like wrote it, directed it, like did everything, starred in it, and I just love shows like that. Hear that? It's the sound of someone whacking the ground with a rake. Specifically, they're beating around the bush, which we've done enough of in this ad too, so let's get right to it. The new Moneymaker scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery doesn't beat around the bush. Money Maker. Play the game and you could win money, up to $2 million. With more than $88 million in prizes, ranging from $50 to $500, Moneymaker cuts right to the cash. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. Oh my god, Theo James was there. Now let me tell you about Theo James. Theo James is a very beautiful, beautiful man. And I actually, I'm not, like, I don't really know anything about Theo James. Like, he's not a celebrity I've got a lot of knowledge on. Like, I couldn't tell you where I grew up, couldn't tell you. And, like, don't ask me why I can tell you where people grew up. Like, I just, like, like to do deep dives on people sometimes. Like, if I'm watching a movie and I take quite a fancy to someone or just, like, quite an intrigue, like, I'll be able to tell you what their parents are called and where they grew up and what school they went to and the professions of their parents. Like, I will be able to tell you everything. I just like knowing information, you know? Theo James, I don't really know much about it. I've never really done a deep dive on him. I think honestly it's because i'm like god you're too like you're just sexy i don't need to know anything else about you like you're you're the way you look is enough you know i actually am a big fan of theo james like when he was in white lotus was he in the season two i think god i cannot wait for the next season of white lotus to come on like that is one show i like i love so much but anyway he was i loved him in white lotus and like that's that is kind of it though what else is he in Divergent. Oh god, he's sexy and divergent. I love divergent movies. Like that is so a bit of me. Like a perfect movie to me is fighting, guns, a romance, a bit of a forbidden romance. Yeah, that's it. Like that is like my perfect movie. That's why I love like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Limitless, kind of kind of limitless, divergent, Hunger Games. I need to go watch the prequel of Hunger Games, but I'm also like I don't know if I want to. I don't like when they change a the cast of things. And I think it's a complete new cast in this Hunger Games because it's like the prequel. Back to the story. Theo James. He's there. And like, 
he's not sat opposite me but it's like the the setup of the 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 tables is like three really long tables and there was obviously a girl a girl that i knew like who was also there with boss she was sat opposite me and then he was sat at the table behind but also facing opposite me and the seats were slightly staggered so we basically had an unobstructed view of each other the whole time i had a, an obstructed view of theo james the entire dinner which was a blessing to me i couldn't stop staring but okay so i'd had a couple of drinks and thought that i might have been being delusional hadn't crossed my mind but anyway we kept catching eye contact. <laughs> Upon reflection, I think I was just staring at him for an uncomfortable amount of time. And like, he had to like, anytime he looked forward, he would have caught me staring at him. And maybe he didn't even, but like in my head, like we were catching eye contact so many times. And there was like this sexual tension that I had completely made up in my head. Because, right, let me tell you, the whole night, like I was like, God, like, I think he's like, I th I wouldn't be surprised if he like came up to me and like spoke to me. So delusional, okay? But like I, for a while, and I don't know if it's because I've been kind of going through it, but like I haven't, I literally haven't looked at someone and been like, I want to have sex with you. <laughs> it's been a long time since I felt like that. And I was like, honestly, like, God, is there something wrong with me? Am I like asexual? Like, is there something up with my hormones that's made like my libido like just completely fucking disappear because i actually like i've never felt like that like i like i just can't look at someone and feel like that anymore which is just so interesting like this phenomenon that i felt but i had a sexual awakening with you james and i was like oh my god thank god like thank god i still have the ability to feel like this about someone because like i was like you are the sexiest man alive like, you are doing something to me right now by just sitting opposite me anyway we keep catching eye contact and i'm like well this is it we're about to fall in love. This is my night. Theo James is about to fall in love with me. And I see my friend, Amelia Dims, presenter, chicken shop date, you know, love her. Great girl. I see her and I'm like, Amelia, like, have you seen Theo James tonight? Like, he is looking sexy. And she's like, yeah, yeah. I was actually speaking to him and his wife. And I was like, oh, oops. <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. Like, I actually was just staring at this man for, like, per the poor man probably, like, thought, who the fuck is this random person? Like, how'd she even get in here? And why is she staring at me? And, like, his wife was probably sat beside being like, you seeing this? Honest mistake for me. I really, really thought that I was going to fall in love with Theo James. Just, it wasn't, it was a really amazing moment, you know? It was a, a delusional moment that, you know what? Coming away from it, at least I know that I have a sex drive and is that creepy to say i think if a boy said that about a woman i'd be like ew but it's honestly like you know what sometimes you're just attracted to someone and i was just really attracted to him and i was like well this is crazy theo james is take, takes the the prize for sexiest man of the night for me anyway and then there was this other boy there that i have fancied for the longest time never met him but like fancied him for so long he i think again is probably one of the most beautiful people in the world and i was like i have like there's like no chance of anything ever happening with him i think i've got a a bit of a lack of confidence recently like i don't really back myself at all when it comes to boys like, yeah i think the reason that i haven't been trying to like have anything with any boys like in my head I'm like, it's because i want inner peace and like i think it might be a fear of rejection because i'm not backing myself at the minute i don't have a lot of i just have a lot i think honestly deep down like deep-rooted self-hatred 
let's not get into that right now and i think because of that like i haven't really been trying and i'm like a bit like closed off when it comes to boys i haven't been like flirting with people on nights out or anything like that because i'm just like oh like why would i and like w when i saw this boy that i fancied for so long i was like there's no fucking way he would ever look twice at me like like who am i <laughs> anyway need to start being kinder to myself it gets back to me that he'd been asking people if i was single I could cry and I don't know why that just meant so much to me because like I just fancied him for so long the fact that he had even like taken a slight interest in me or like even like looked in my direction and I cared enough to the point that he was asking someone if I was single was just the craziest like phenomenon to me I couldn't believe it and it was like the biggest boost of confidence I've ever had in my life and I really needed that after my like little delusional thing going on with Theo James but anyway he asked um if I was single and I was like god this is it like, this is my night and we start chatting and I start telling to this man and like at the like at the at the GQ man of the mirrors, I was like, you know what? Like going in, I was like, this could be where I find my husband. Because honestly, in that room, there was the sexiest men. I mean, it's GQ man, like man of the year, like all their cover stars are sexy. And I was like, he started going on about how he <laughs> started going on about how he like doesn't have social media and like how he like doesn't go on his phone after 7 p.m. or like he'll go on his phone, like post something and then like delete the app again. And I was like, honestly like me too like i'm just like not really into it these days like i like to read a lot before i go to bed like i was just lying through my teeth and i was like this is so weird like why am i doing this like be fucking real with yourself you have 10 hours of screen time actually let me check my screen time right now okay eight hours and 35 minutes come on what the fuck what am i doing on my phone for eight hours and 35 minutes bear in mind i don't get notifications i'm not speaking to anyone so i can't say oh like I'm speaking to a boy and we just text all the time. No, I'm not. I don't speak to my friends. Like, sometimes we'll FaceTime each other, but, like, I don't have anything to really text my friends about because I see them all the time, you know? Like, what am I doing on there? I'm going on TikTok. He doesn't. He said he doesn't have TikTok. And I was like, yeah, TikTok, like, honestly, is, like, not really for me. Like, I just feel like you can just waste so much of your time. Like, I like to, like, play the piano or, like, read my book. Shut up. And, like, I really had a real moment after, like, the conversation ended. I was like, why did you just lie to him? And also, like, you don't need to like change yourself to like like he's just not for you and that's okay like he likes to like read books before bed like you like to go on tiktok and that's okay and it's never going to work between you guys because he's got his life way more together than you have so that was like my lifelong crush lifelong is a bit dramatic like like a couple year crush kind of like not destroyed i was like he would not like the real you you just lied to him for like 20 minutes straight in that conversation and that was my like experience with the gq year. it was a really really amazing time i just could not believe that i was there like the entire time it was the craziest thing i was just oogling the whole evening at all these celebrities i couldn't i don't know how i'm ever in the same room as them and it was just crazy because like i was like two meters away from them all and we were just having dinner in this room it felt like like a prom and like i was watching like celebrities like go up to each other and like be like oh my god like how are you i haven't seen you in such a long time and i was like this is so weird like they're all friends with each other like, they all know each other i mean of course it makes sense i just couldn't believe it crazy crazy experience um yeah and then after that i kind of didn't leave bed i did want to like talk about i feel like i always fucking talk about this like tell me if you get bored about it but like i just like as you can tell, I'm like, I'm just like so intrigued by the whole like celebrity culture. Like I can just never get over it. Oh my God, wait, that's another thing I wanted to talk about. Like the food that they eat. I got a question. I posted a story um of like my name card at the dinner of the, like the awards. In the photo, you could see like the menu, like they give you a little menu of the night. They're eating like 
beef cheeks and stuff and like all my replies like oh are you not vegan anymore like do you eat beef cheeks and like honestly like sometimes at these awards and at these like dinners and, and actually not awards that's the first time i've ever been to awards or i've ever eaten dinner sometimes at like uh, events and stuff like i will just like be given like a steak um, and i just have to suck it up i won't eat it you know i'll just push it around my plate but like i'm not gonna fucking sit there and be like uh excuse me i'm vegan like shut up like i didn't i didn't pay for it so i'm just gonna have to suck it up but people were asking me like replying to my story like what do you eat like do do you just have to like get given the beef cheeks because i was also saying my story like what the fuck is a beef cheek and why are people eating it another thing that i saw on tiktok the other day was a girl was eating cow heart i think or something like that just a, a bit of the cow all the comments were like this is too fucking far like that is disgusting disgusting like you're gross and it was like a part of her culture i think she's filipino um and it was just like like a, a delicacy or a food in in her culture i love her she's called sa sa is her name i love her videos so much i love watching her eat she like constantly like does like mukbangs like she does cook with me she eats so much she's always eating just like different flavors of ramen and tabaki and just interesting like interesting like foods and delicacies like stuff that i would never eat you know like she eats like baby like like half alive chickens it's just like not part of like my culture i'm not used to it but i just find it so interesting to watch i can really appreciate it i love it but i always feel horrible for her like not horrible terrible for her because all her comments are always like giving her shit for the stuff she eats just because it's not what we eat and it's just not fucking fish and chips you eat black pudding like how are you gonna like get on at this girl for eating a cow heart like it's all like you have to kill one animal to get all these parts you know i will just like Oh, it pisses me off when people comment on that stuff. Anyway, beef cheeks. That was the main at the GQ Awards dinner. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Is that beef cheeks or beef cheeks? Like your, your bum, like your bum cheeks. Because it doesn't really make sense. Like, I always think, like, okay, if I was to kill a human and eat part of them, I'm probably going for the butt, you know? People have, like, naturally a bit more fat there. Like, cheeks? I feel like I don't have, like, people don't have anything in their cheeks. Maybe it's because I got... Botox at my job. <laughs> I actually got loads of comments being like, oh my god, buccal fat removal, you got buccal fat removal. And I'm like, I didn't. I did just get Botox in my job. It's a whole like a phenomenon that I like, I'm so intrigued by buccal fat removal. I feel like every celebrity has got it. Or like, is it confirmed that they've got it? Or have they just like gotten like something else? I mean, obviously we'll never know. No one's ever come out. Like no celebrities been like, yeah, it's buccal fat removal. But like a lot of people, like, for example, um Zoe Kravitz, people are saying she got it. But I'm like, I don't know, like, as I've gotten older with age, my face has changed a lot. And it makes sense because my mum has, like, my mum looks, honestly, like she's had buccal fat removal. Like, she has, and I think that happens with, like, with age, your face becomes a little bit more hollow. Your cheeks become, I guess, just a little, less, like, elasticized. Like, you know when you have, like, got, like, like um puppy fat on your face and you've just got, like, a young face. It's, like, so much more round and it's got a bit more like plumpness to it and then as you get older it kind of hollows out and i mean i don't know because i did get jaw botox so it could be that maybe but i do think my face has like um like changed like my cheeks have gotten a little less like um plump which i don't know if i actually like like i do love a bit of like plumpness in your skin and it makes you it makes you look a lot younger but anyway um i don't know for example if zoe kravitz has that's just happened to her like if you look at her parents like they've got quite defined cheekbones so maybe that's just happened she just got a bit older and we're all being like now nah, she got buccal fat removal or maybe she got buccal fat removal or maybe she got like cheek filler and it made that look thing like it is like a big um 
thing to accuse someone of because i swear it's like literal surgery everyone says like bella hadid got up i'm like did she just lose weight i don't know it's so interesting anyway as i was saying don't know if i would go for the cheeks if i was to eat something upon further investigation apparently it is the, the face of the coy or the cheeks i'm like interesting don't know if that's like something i would want to eat each to their own though but anyway on this particular occasion i was given a vegan meal but they literally gave me like this is the thing i hate i will never ever go to a fancy restaurant of my own choice i do not like fancy food especially vegan fancy food i understand for um if, if you like at steak and stuff like when you actually pay the like the price of like a fancy meal you can kind of notice the difference and like the quality of the meat so i get that but also at the same time i'm like sometimes like I'd rather have, okay, if I was like a meat eater, I'd rather have just like a good old Nando's like actual flavor than going and spending so much money and going to like a fancy restaurant and having like a piece of like fucking poached chicken with a bit of jus on the side. What the fuck is jus? I don't want that. I don't want a reduction sauce. I want like, I want some flavor. I can never get behind that like paying like a lot of money for food. Like I'm trying to think if there's any cuisine that I will pay to have the fancy version of. There's not maybe maybe dim sum like dim sum can be quite nice at a fancy restaurant but also you don't need to spend that much money to have good dim sum go to chinatown and you're like, i actually fucking love dim sum i need to go to dim sum soon because it is like a great little cuisine like i haven't had that in a while need to go back there anyway um my favorite dim sum which actually is quite expensive and i also haven't tried that many in london so i probably need to like try a bit more and i feel like sometimes like the like less expensive ones would be better i just haven't tried them but yao yacha oh in london it's a bit expensive but it is so good it's a bit of like you know it's it's kind of like a saturday night dinner like you're not going there for like i'm not never, i would never order on delivery like there's some restaurants i would never ever order on delivery and it is too expensive to order on delivery people who order expensive things on delivery like i find it so crazy like where i live is like 10 minutes 15 minutes from mayfair which is like a really really expensive area in london and they have like loads of expensive restaurants and um, it's like where all the like footballers and stuff like go out for dinner and like there's lots of members clubs and stuff and designer shops whatever it's just a really really fancy area but because I live like quite near I don't live in Mayfair at all but because I live quite near it it's on my delivery I'm like who the fuck like I will like sometimes like I love scrolling on delivery it's like literally like god I've been yapping this podcast professional yapper I was with someone the other day and they're like what do you do in your podcast I was like I yap that is it. Like, I don't even know what we're speaking about anymore. I'm talking about Deliveroo. Anyway, I love scrolling on Deliveroo. Favorite pastime of mine is just having a little scroll. And um, there's this, like, restaurant called Hakkasan, which is, like, one of the really, really expensive restaurants. And I went on it. And I was like, who the fuck is buying, like, 60 quid duck and pancakes from Hakkasan on Deliveroo? Like, if you're paying 60 quid for that, you go to the restaurant and you enjoy that. You enjoy everything. You go to the nice toilets. You enjoy their nice tap water. Like, well... Everyone has the same tap water. You can drink tap water. I drink tap water. But like, sometimes I'm like, what am I drinking right now? I don't know. I was just thinking about it the other day. Thinking about getting a filter tap. Anyway, I don't like fancy food. And um, especially vegan food because any fancy vegan food is a roasted carrot on a plate with a bit of like quinoa on the side. Or maybe if you're lucky, you get a risotto. And I don't fuck with that. And that's what I got given at the GQ Awards was like a couple of vegetables. Like the next day I was so ill after G I honestly like I fell into a pit because I felt so ill. Honestly, I was like not depressed. Okay. I don't know. I just felt like horrible for like five days after GQ Awards. And I think it's because I literally had like a couple of carrots for dinner. And then I was also like having drinks. And then I also just like 
everything just got a bit too much and I was just not well for like five days. I think when you're drinking, you need to have a substantial meal. And maybe the people who had the beef cheeks had a substantial meal and they feel, felt fine the next day. I did not feel fine the next day or the, a couple days after that. Anyway, that's all really I have to say about the GQ Awards, but I just find it so interesting to watch everyone interact with each other. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I was thinking the other day about like celebrity couples and like the phenomenon. Honestly, something like got me thinking about it was um, Saffron Walker. She is a YouTuber who I watch on YouTube. I I love YouTube. I was actually thinking about like making a YouTube video the other day because right. Well, I was thinking about it. I was gonna make a YouTube video, vlogging like it's twenty twenty. I was like, mm, does that hit? I don't know. My peak time for making youtube videos and watching youtube videos was 2020 i edit up i even like would watch my own youtube videos i loved it that much like that era of, like so hyper and like just doing like i don't even know what the fuck i was doing on my youtube videos like i used to just like have a like, dance like oh my god i don't even like i can't i actually couldn't watch it now it, i find i would think it was quite cringe but like you know just like that iMovie editing with like the the songs that everyone knows it's a really hard niche to describe if you know you know if you were there you had to be there but like that was my favorite era of youtube and i was like i want to just make a vlog that is so nostalgic of that time but then i was like mm, am i pretend like i keep getting like in my own head like am i pretending to be someone else then because that's not what i do day to day you know like i think i would be putting on this like really really hyper like persona kind of thing if i did that like emma chamberlain posted a youtube video the other day and i watched it and i really really enjoyed it but honestly it's like it's like kind of like depressing not depressing it's beautiful and i actually think she like the way she like makes her vlogs like, are, are so like creative and you can tell like she actually like uh, well obviously i don't know but i feel like she enjoys making them like they're quite cinematic um and i feel like that maybe something that she like has more passion for so like, obviously what makes her happy she should do but when i watch it i'm like nostalgic or, or not nostalgic and i don't miss and i hate when people are like oh olivia i miss the old you because like you need to grow like i'm not the same person i was when i was 16 and i fucking hope not and I, i'm so happy for her that she has grown but at the same time i'm like oh like i almost don't get the same like feeling i think the reason people watched them was because it felt like the happiness and like the her hyperness was almost like contagious through her videos or like i would watch sister squad and i would just feel like like i would laugh along with them and like she did a part in her video where she was with um i would highly recommend watching it if you haven't watched it i really liked it but she did a part of her video where she was like with her friends in the car and compared to the rest of the video it was quite upbeat and like quite happy and like her friends were hilarious and they were all like laughing together and they went to like like a 7-eleven and they all got snacks it's like wow this feels like a bit like her old vlogs and i loved it so much and it made me think like i want to make a vlog that's just like all happy all upbeat like i don't need like fucking making like the whipped coffee from tiktok stuff like that but then i didn't know if i was just pretending to be someone else anyway youtube saffron marker she's a youtuber i like to watch i love to watch people do like nothing and i feel like saffron marker is a perfect person to watch like 
I just want to see her go to the gym and I want to see her make her like hello fresh meal and like I just want to watch her like dry her hair you know sometimes I just need some like I need someone on like that like Emma Chamberlain I'm sitting down with a fucking coffee and I'm really like I'm analyzing her video like I I really like I just like she's like one of my favorite youtubers ever like Cody Ko he's like reserved for a specific part of my day I just have different youtubers for different things and Saffron Barker and like who else Colleen Diaz and like they're just like people who just like go to the gym and they just live like a like a, they live a soft life you know I want to see them just I don't know like clean their apartment Stuff like that just sometimes scrubs my brain. It just rubs me up the right way. I like it. Anyway, love her YouTube videos. And um, she recently posted on Instagram like a hard launch with her new boyfriend. And it got me thinking like, wow, like that is, I haven't seen that in so long. I feel like nowadays people are so private with their relationships and so offline. It used to be like everyone was so public, like, even celebrity couples were way more public than they are now. Like the second they started dating, they would start doing like public appearances. They would do like red carpets together. They would like post Instagrams together. Even like um people like on social media, like they used like like Zoe and Alfie, you know? Like, I don't know, there used to be so many more like um social media couples. And now I feel like it's really like people like are, are like very they don't like to put it on eye. And I completely get why because people do get I mean I once had a relationship and I it was really public. The person other person wasn't in the public eye but I like I made it really public my relationship with him and I understand after breaking up with him why people wouldn't want that because people like get invested, you know, of course people get invested. I get invested with like celebrity couples and online couples and when they break up it almost feels like you're going through a breakup as well. Like even like Devin Lee Carlson and Jesse from the neighborhood, when they broke up, I was like, I was devastated. I was like, what? But that was true love. Obviously I have no fucking idea what their relationship was like. They could have fucking hated each other the whole time. But in my head, I made up this whole thing in my head and it was true love. And I think obviously, cause they only showed the good parts on social media as well. So I just never thought they'd break up. So when they did, I was like, oh, what the fuck? I was like going through my own heartbreak. Yeah, and people just get invested. And I, I was like thinking like, why is that? Like, why do we get so invested? in celebrity couples that when they break up, we feel like true love isn't real. Like when Maya Jama and Stormzy broke up, the nation wept, you know? And now they've gotten back together and everyone is so fucking, so for it. And sometimes I'm like, mm. oh, she shouldn't have taken her back. I just think she deserves the world. I fucking love her, but I also love Stormzy. But I think that people were so invested in their relationship. Um, people refuse to see the bad side of it. Like, even, like, as soon as everything happened and they broke up or... You know what? No one actually really knows what happened with that. There was a whole speculation about him maybe cheating on her. Who knows, honestly? And I'm not, like, one to speak on that because I don't fucking know what happened. And they never made it public, obviously. He even said in, like, songs and stuff, like, I, fu- I, I fucked up. No one knows the details of it, but he says he fucked up. He treated her wrong. And I think, oh, she deserves someone that treats her right. But true love prevails, you know? But anyway, I find it so interesting that, like, the public were so quick to, like, forgive him. And were so quick to be like, just get back together. Like, please, Maya, take him back, take him back. And I'm like, that's just so interesting. Like, I don't know. I think we just love a good relationship. Like, maybe it's, like, escapism, like we get so invested in other relationships because maybe we're not happy with the relationships in our life and it just feels like something happy to like focus on and you don't want to be obsessed with like shit relationships like in my head like these people never fight like they're like perfect i don't know it's a weird weird um situation but yeah sovereign worker like post like hard launched her boyfriend i was like wow that is just so crazy i haven't seen that happen like i don't know if i could ever be public with a boy 
like now I'm thinking about it, like unless okay, my longest relationship, if we're statistically speaking here, is like, like I was on and off with someone for a year. From like we, we went out and then we broke up six months later. Like that is not a very long time. And then we like went out again and broke up six months later. But like, like that is my longest relationship. I think I would have to be with someone for well over a year before I let anyone on the internet ever know about it. Like, I mean, actually, I would tell you fucking everything. Like, I would come on here and tell you everything about it and all the details. But I just, like, like they did a collab post. I was shook. I could not get over it. I was like, oh, my God, a collaboration post on Instagram for a hard launch. So interesting. And, like, good for them. But, like, in my head, all I can think about was, like, what if you guys, like, break up in, like, three months? And then you've got, like, a hard launch collaboration post. You take it on. Your digital footprint is there forever. Even if you take it on, people have a screenshot. I don't know. It's really not that bad. But, God, it just, like, shook me up. I was like, God, I can't imagine ever doing that. But maybe. You never know. Maybe when I find the right guy, I will. Speaking of, like, the whole, like, people being obsessed with, like, relationships and, like, the whole escapism. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift thing. So she started dating this um guy called Travis Kelsey who is an NFL player, like an American football player, and people are just engrossed by it. And it's like, I haven't even interacted with anything, and it's all I see on my social media. You know what, it's kind of cute. And the only reason like, it's cute, I'm like, maybe like it's time I find myself an athlete. Because another person that has started dating an NFL player is Alex Earl. I love Alex Earl as much as the next girl. I think she's hilarious. I think she's really nice. She's relatable. You know, I like that she, I like that she gets drunk. <laughs> I don't know, like, she's just, like, really real about, like, being hungover and shit, and I think it's funny. She's, like, a, a superwoman as well. I don't know how the fuck she does it. Like, she will literally go out until 5 a.m. and then be up the next day, like, having a full day. I don't know. I just think she's, like, really funny and, like, really real. And she started dating a... What's his name? Braxton Barrios? She started dating him, and... Oh, my God. I've never, like... The bar is so high. Like, I really sometimes expect, like... The, like, not expect. I, like, accept the bare minimum from boys like after seeing how he treats her i'm like god i'm like doing something really really wrong one thing i find a bit creepy they, they recently went on like a holiday i think it was his birthday or something and like he took her for like candlelit dinners on the beach and one thing i found a bit weird was one day she woke up and it was like uh i think it was something like 25 roses on the floor because they had their first kiss 25 weeks ago and i was like mm. Okay, maybe I'm just a terrible person because that would give me the ick. I would just be like, ew, why do you even know that? But like, I think I, like, at the same time, I was like, wow, that's just so cute. And he's just so nice to her. And like, he really shows her off, which I'm maybe like, I feel like no one's ever done that to me before. And I, I think it's such a big deal as well because they're both in the public eye. And I feel like maybe it's just because I'm not used to it as well because I feel like not people are so like quite quiet. Like, for example, Timothy and Kylie. Do we think that's real, by the way? Or do we think that's like a Chris Jenner PR relationship? I'm not sure. They're like quite private. And like if we ever get a glimpse of it, it's like they got packed or something, like leaving a restaurant. Like it's not actually anything interesting. Like they've never like, if they posted a selfie together, for example, it would like break the internet. And I think that's what I'm used to these days. Like you really don't get that much like in insider scoop. Whereas like Alex Earl and Braxton Berrios have like, done podcasts together and she like speaks about everything and like everyone like she speaks one month's podcast she calls him like nfl man but everyone knows who she's talking about and like she just gives us like every detail like how they met she tells us about their dates they went on i just think it's so interesting and i actually really like it and it's like so open and like maybe i like i wish people were more like that like we're more open about their relationships i also understand why they wouldn't be because you need to have a private life sometimes i'm just so intrigued by it and i think it makes me way more invested in a relationship when someone's like that open about it but yeah like he just treats her amazingly and it's made me think maybe i need like an nfl man 
obviously that would never work because i don't live in america but maybe i need an athlete oh my you know what athlete i'm obsessed with the minute like he is my favorite person in the world not even like that i fancy but i'm just like i am in love with you daniel ricardo the um f1 driver i don't watch f1 i have no i don't know anything about it at all in fact i find it really boring i think it's probably okay well obviously golf and stuff but like people are obsessed with f1 and like i have tried to watch it football i can understand like sometimes i watch a football match and i'm like you know what i kind of get it obviously there's some football matches that i'm like this is so fucking boring but one day i was like really really bored <laughs> i was like oh my i have this this sky tv that came with like sky built into it because of that i've got like the, the football and stuff and it came up like i turned my tv on one day and i was so fucking bored i hadn't done anything all day and like the first thing that came up was like this match this football match this was like last week and it was like a chelsea v man city match and i was like let me stick it on just out of curiosity oh my god i was engrossed it was the best thing i've ever watched and like i have i've been to see like matches before and like i've always been so bored i'm like this is the most boring thing ever but for some reason this match was amazing i think it's because of like people were scoring and like the last minute and stuff i was like i actually understand when people could watch this obviously it depends on how exciting the match is but like i understand football sometimes or like rugby like i can i can get behind it like sometimes there's some rugby like rugby matches that like really have me on the edge of my seat f1 i don't understand it's so boring and it lasts so long. I don't really get it. But anyway, Daniel Ricardo, I've been watching like, a, like he's just been coming out on my free page a lot and I've been watching a lot of um, interviews with him and I've honestly just never seen someone with such a contagious happiness. He's amazing. And he just smiles at everything. Like his resting face is a grin and I love it so much and I love him and I'm actually in love with him, I think. He's like my, he's my athlete boy of the month and I feel like he would treat me really right. I wonder, like, if the effect of us being so obsessed with celebrity couples and, like, even just, like, people sharing. For example, Alex Earl sharing everything about her. and Not everything. She doesn't share everything. But all the dates that her boyfriend's been taking her on or all the um, gifts that he buys her. And just in general, like, influencers that do that. I wonder if it, like, sets, like, these unrealistic standards for like us the consumer i say us the consumer like i also like i guess i am an influencer <laughs> i'm just like i'm with you here like i'm just i'm just as obsessed with these like influencer relationships as you are i wonder if it sets these like unrealistic standards because like they don't tell us the like the bad things and i actually i think that would be so interesting if there was like someone that like came on and told us like all the fights that they have with their boyfriend and like the bad things and the shit that they go through and the shitty things he did you know like i think that would be actually so interesting and i would like to hear but no one wants to share that like no one wants to share that like like the bad parts of your relationship and honestly like i find that in real life as well like sometimes like i remember when i was in a relationship i didn't like to share the bad things about it with my friends because it makes people hate the relationship like i think in relationships like my friend for example came to me the other day and she was like kind of moaning about her boyfriend and i was like she was like like asking me for advice i was like don't ask me for advice because you love him so you put up with shit that you go through and like shitty things he does. I mean, that always happens in relationships. You're always like, you know, you go through patches and like you have fights or you find you're disappointed by someone, but like you work through it because you love them and you're in a relationship and relationships aren't perfect and you really have to work on things a lot in relationships, which I think has been a, a, like a, a hard thing for me as well, because like when things go wrong, I'm often like, well, it's not meant to be. I wouldn't be fighting like this. So I'll see you later on your bike like i don't like working through things i'm like mm, so young we shouldn't have to work through things at this age you're clearly not the one and i often 
whoop, and I think that's a toxic trait of mine. Um, but when a friend comes to me and like tells me bad things about like some like their boyfriend or like tells me something they're going through, and they're like, "What should I do?" I'm like, "Dump him," because I'm just like, I like. <laughs> I don't love him so like I don't I don't think you should like I don't have to work through it with him you know like you have to work through it with him but I think because of that like and I I know I used to do it as well like I used to stop like telling like my friends and stuff like bad things about the relationship no one's no one wants to hear it like you don't know, want to hear all the little bickers you get in I feel like that's like the same on social media it's like well, just in general like people don't like to share the bad things about their lives like they only share the good things I try to keep it real on here I try to tell you some bad things as well but I don't tell you everything no but I actually kind of do don't I I hope that I, I keep it real in here keep it real I don't know, that just sounded weird. Anyway, I'm gonna end the podcast there because I need to go to the toilet. I'll tell you why I need to go to the toilet. It was 3 a.m. last night and I couldn't sleep. My stomach started rumbling a little bit and I thought, hmm, what to eat? And there's only one thing to make at 3 a.m. for me personally, shin ramyun. No, there are two things in life that I like, I don't think I've got a very sensitive stomach, luckily. Touch wood. Some of my friends will eat fucking anything. They'll have like like a wrap from Pret and they'll be like, oh my God, my stomach hurts so much. And like, they'll be like bloated and like have stomach pains. I luckily don't have that. I've got quite a strong stomach. But there are two things in life that I can feel when I eat. And I don't like feeling food when I eat. Um, Shin ramyun and McDonald's. McDonald's, especially when you're drunk and then you wake up the next day, makes your hangover 10 times worse. You should never do it. Shin ramyun, I feel it the next day and I hate it. And like my stomach has been cramping this entire time. And I've been trying to work through the pain, but I can't do it any longer. So, <laughs> so I'm gonna have to go. And um, maybe TMI, but just have like a warning. Like if you've ever got anything the next day, try not to eat Shin Ramyun at 3 a.m. It's just nothing that hits the same. Also, call me crazy, but I had an egg on it. Like I I had eggs because my mum came to stay with me and like I just had eggs in my fridge and I was like, should I have an egg? Like really random. And like I've I, I think that's the first time I've eaten a full egg. Like I I've had like in the past, um, maybe like five months i've i've tried bits of egg in things or like other people's bits like a bit of their egg and um, i had a full egg by myself i do think i've just been trying to like be less strict with myself I'm like if i want something i should allow myself to have it because like, i keep getting questions recently being like are you still vegan and i'm like like i don't call myself vegan because i haven't had egg and um what else I, i've definitely had like bits of milk like in things you know like the other day like i had some like thai sweet chili crisps and it's got milk in it. And I used to be so strict to myself. I don't know. Like, I just almost find it a bit, like, not restrictive. Like, yeah, I guess, like, restrictive. Like, if I really wanted something, I wouldn't let myself have it because it had a bit of milk in it. And I was like, right, Olivia, it's really not that deep. You need to stop, like, being that hard on yourself. So I've been trying to be a little bit less restrictive. But that was fucking crazy. It made up a full egg. I couldn't get over myself. Maybe that's also another thing that's, like, making my stomach go crazy. But I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Um, No idea what I just yapped about. I, who knows? Who knows at this point? I blacked out. Anyway, thanks for listening. And um, I hope you have a lovely day. And I'll see you later. Love you. Bye.